the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open in Hillsboro, 813-287-5700 or toll-free 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around or the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. And a good Thursday afternoon. I'm Bill Bunkley. This is the Bill Bunkley Show, and we are delighted to have you with us this afternoon. Well, we've got uh, some interesting topics lined up for you today, and as always, we want to welcome you to our broadcast. Hope that uh, by the time you uh, end up with our time with us, and of course we consider you family, that you will be better informed. Uh, You might uh, learn some things that you didn't know before, and certainly some thought-provoking things that uh, will have you thinking about uh, the future. Well, today we've got a special live guest we're going to be having with us at the bottom of the hour. State Representative James Grant, uh, also known as Jamie Grant. He represents uh, District 64, which is predominantly Hillsboro and some parts of Pinellas. Uh, he is chairman of the Florida House of Representatives Criminal Justice Subcommittee. <clears throat> and, uh, well, not only is uh, he sort of the gatekeeper for all of those type of bills in criminal justice, But Amendment 4, which was swept into approval along with all the other amendments, most of which people didn't know what they were signing or didn't know what was in the total amendments, but that's neither here nor there, was Amendment 4 restoring the rights of felons. And we're not talking about murderers. We're not talking about rapists. We're not talking about child molesters, predators. There's a whole list of of uh, heinous crimes that uh, those people are not going to have their voting rights restored. But, uh, of course, there are felons uh, that are not fall, do not fall in that category. Well, it's up to the legislature to take what the voters uh, agreed upon, and that being the language of the amendment, and then they have to uh, look at it and uh, uh, they make the decision on how to implement it. Now, I want to tell you there's a difference between felon rights and uh, the, um, the medical marijuana issue that just got signed by the governor. Uh, when, when the session started, or at least pre-session, both leaders, uh, Senator Galvano, who's the Senate president, and uh, Senator Oliva, who, uh, uh, excuse me, 
uh, Speaker of the House Oliva, both of them were talking about uh, some implementation rules that were going to go along with the medical marijuana. And when the governor announced that uh, he wanted to have smokable mar medical marijuana and he wanted to have that on his desk by the 15th of March, uh, the reason why you didn't see the same discussion with medical marijuana because that basically the the legislative leaders either had to, to go along and push that thing through in, in a fast-track status or uh, the governor was going to withdraw a bunch of suits as, as the state was arguing that the medical marijuana was for more of the CDB, wasn't the smokable kind. So just to give you that comparison. Well, what... Uh, Representative Grant presented as chairman of the committee is um, the idea that felons who want to have their voting rights restored, uh, the committee voted, I think, 11 to 5. Of course, all committees in the Republican-dominated legislature in Florida, all of them have a clear Republican majority. Uh, so usually the Republican agenda is what gets moved forward, but the... Um, but the chairman of the committee um, announced that uh, they were going to have the felons who were going to have their felons' rights restored, uh, they would have to pay the court costs uh, in line with uh, what would it cost to make that happen and to get their names back on the books. Well, I can tell you that uh, erupted in uh, just a, 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 a chorus of opposition by those on the left. And uh, we're going to be talking to uh, Representative Grant about that and some of the other bills that they are working on in the Florida House. And um, you might remember that New York Congresswoman, the rookie, AOC is what she goes by. That's her Twitter handle, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. You know, she's the one that led the effort that uh, booted Amazon one of their two headquarters out of New York, real big backlash over that. She's the one that's uh, way out there on socialism, way out there on universal health care, way out there that everybody gets a free education, just way out there. Well, she, through Twitter, has taken on State Representative James Grant. Now, we'll tell you what she has. I'm going to let Representative Grant tell you what she is all upset about. Because she is definitely on his case. So that's coming up at the bottom of the hour. Don't want to miss that. Also, we'll talk about it today. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers have made NFL history. They've done that with a couple of new hires. We'll talk about that today, about glass ceilings and uh, something that the NFL has not done before. And we'll also talk about President Trump um, sides with the Nation of Israel in a bigly way, a bigly, bigly way. We'll probably hold that story for the second hour uh, as we get uh, into our program today. As always, I uh, want to remind you that uh, your participation is always important. And uh, Mike Miracle, our producer, is standing by. And the number to call is 877-943-9673. That's 877-943. 439673 if you would like to uh, plug in with him. Hey, want to remind you that uh, we want to uh, really get the word out about uh, a brand new movie that I think is going to be a, a very intriguing one and one that I think you ought to see. 
The name of the movie is called The Best of Enemies. And this is a, a, a drama. It's got two great stars in it. Uh, it's got Academy Award nominee uh, Trujillo P. Henson uh, from Hidden Figures and Academy Award winner Sam Rockwell. And he got his Academy Award from three billboards outside of Ebbing, Missouri. Now, The Best of Enemies is based on an, on an untold true story. It centers on the unlikely relationship between civil rights activists Ann Atwater Henson, who, who was in the movie Henson, and C.P. Ellis, uh, not the movie Henson, the actress Henson, and uh, C.P. Ellis, uh, Mr. Rockwell, a local Ku Klux Klan leader who reluctantly co-chaired a community summit and they were battling over the desegregation of schools in Durham, North Carolina during the racially charged summer of 1971. The incredible events that unfolded would change Durham and the lives of Atwater and Ellis forever. And um, I want to tell you that these two later... um, Develop an unlikely friendship, and um, they came together, and it inspires in all of us, once you see this, a sense of optimism, optimism, because when you look at the divisiveness that's in our country today, the 50-50 nation, and you look at the Deep South and the division over desegregation, you can really see some parallels. So as you go through the movie, it's a powerful story. There are moments when it's very inspirational and definitely thought-provoking. So we want you to consider The Best of Enemies, which is this powerful true story of a black female activist who's really a hero. And I like to call female instead of a hero, which is he, Sheroes. That's Sheroes. And uh, leading the charge for change in the 70s for her community again that is the best of enemies, and we invite you to go uh, Google the trailer for the best of enemies, and I think you will enjoy watching that as well. Before we take a break and get into our first story, I want to just remind you that, you know, we have hurricanes in Florida. California, they have earthquakes and forest fires. Normally in the Midwest, they have devastating tornadoes. But I'm going to ask you to keep our friends in the middle of the food belt in your prayers. Because with this last winter storm that came through the Midwest, I want to tell you that the, the, heart, the, uh, the planting season for so many of our farmers in the Midwest, and I want to focus in on Iowa for just a moment, Iowa has been devastated by a lot of floods. There are dams that are anticipated that that, that could go at any time. There's levees that can go at any time. We literally have uh, an emergency emergency situation on the level of a hurricane strike, an earthquake strike, or a, uh, a strike by fires or tornado. It is the flooding. And uh, what's going to happen is, is that uh, a significant portion of our food supply um, is going to be impacted by those areas in the Midwest that are underwater because uh, it's planting season, and they can't plant. And uh, there's only a certain window of planting. And so 
not only do uh, we uh, ha- not only are we in a situation where our food prices uh, soon may see a, a pretty significant up uh, increase for some of the some of the vegetable type of crops, uh, but we've got a lot of families out there who are farmers who are going to be impacted very negatively. So, wanted to just mention that to you to uh, keep that on your radar, and uh, we want to uh, be able to. Uh, lift up our prayers for them and hope that that situation will ease, of course, uh, sooner than later. I want to remind you that uh, Food for the Poor, we made some progress yesterday. We've still got a handful of families that need your help. And right now, for a one-time gift of $320 or a monthly gift of $27, we're just showcasing that. You can give $80 for uh, one youngster. You can give 20, 30, whatever you can give. Uh, anything is, is absolutely acceptable and, and very much appreciated. But uh, we want to get this uh, food contribution down to uh, Haiti as soon as possible. So if you would be willing to uh, take on four families that are going to get two meals a day for a year and lifetime clean water, and uh, I just challenge you again, while we're mentioning $27 a month, if you can do that annual commitment times 12, where could you feed a family of four a couple of meals a day for $27 a month? If you will stand with us, the Bunkley family is in. Um, we have made great progress because of your generosity. And right now you can call 855-353-4673. That's 855-353-4673. That's 855-353-HOPE. Or you can dial pound 250 on your smartphone. That's pound 250. And when you hear the prompt, just say for the keyword food, food. And, of course, you can go to letstalkfaith.com, letstalkfaith.com, giving securely online. And uh, maybe there's a game changer out there. You know, we've got just under about five grand to, to complete our mission. Maybe you could give a significant gift and help us to uh, wrap that up. Well, coming up on the Bill Bunkley Show, 877-943-9673 is the number to call. How about those Buccaneers making history with the NFL? And we have that next on the Bill Bunkley Show. Don't go away. I'll be right back. Imagine not eating for days and not knowing when or if you'll eat again. That's the grim reality for families in Haiti, where conditions have become so dire, riots have begun making a tragic situation all but untenable. And sadly, it's the children who suffer most. And yet, in the midst of such despair, Food for the Poor has continued to step up in faith, providing food, clean water, and housing to those in most desperate need. Right now, your one-time gift of $80 to Food for the Poor provides for a child in need to have food for a year and clean water for life. Be a voice of hope for those who are hopeless. Call Food for the Poor, 855-353-HOPE. That's 855-353-4673. Or click the Food for the Poor banner at letstalkfaith.com. The Tampa Bay National Day of Prayer Council and Pray Tampa Bay invite you to the annual Tampa Bay National Day of Prayer Brunch, Thursday, May 2nd, at Armature Works in Tampa. This year's keynote speaker, Phil Cook, an internationally known author, speaker, and media producer, has a passion to see the church thrive in today's ever-changing world. Join us at the Tampa Bay National Day of Prayer Brunch, May 2nd, at Armature Works. 
Reserve your seats today at tampaprayerbrunch.com. Weekdays at 1 p.m. Don't miss Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins. Count on joy when you fall to various trials and testing, for the testing of your faith produces patience. And let patience have its perfect work that you might be complete and perfect and lacking nothing. Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins. Weekdays at 1 on Faith Talk 570 and online at letstalkfaith.com. Bill Bunkley here. In case you heard that voice, I think that's part of the part of the bumper music presentation. I don't think anybody was yelling at Mike Miracle in the studio. <laughs> Welcome back, Bill Bunkley here. Eight seven seven nine four three nine six seven three. Hope you're having a wonderful afternoon. Uh, enjoy the uh, the cooler temperatures because they're not going to last for long, and uh, it is certainly uh, why the world wants to come to Central Florida. Uh, during the springtime, not only we have all the springtime games here for uh, the Grapefruit League and uh, the beaches, and uh, but it's time for us Floridians that live here just to hunker down for a few weeks. <laughs> Mrs. Bunkley had to run over to Lakeland to uh, to visit her mom for a little bit, and uh, the name of the game is staying off the interstates, going all the back roads. And it makes it nice. They've been, Zach, my son's been off this week. Of course, I've been in Tallahassee and haven't been able to uh, interact with them, but they've been tooling around. He went to Mount Dora, uh, Mike, uh, yesterday. Yesterday or the day before. Anyway, uh, somehow my 13-year-old going to Mount Dora, if you've never been to Mount Dora, that's certainly a one-tanker. It's a lot of fun. Uh, antique shops, etc. But, uh, you know, that's near the Central Ridge. If you don't know what the Central Ridge is, you get about halfway through Florida, and there is some big, big hills. And going to Mount Dora, you experience those big, big hills, of which uh, Zachary told my my wife, uh, Mom, I, Mom, I didn't know we had mountains in Florida. Well, it isn't really mountains, but uh, certainly is, uh, is, is some hills, so... Anyway, a lot of one-tank trips to uh, see when you head around. And by the way, just to give a little plug for Bay News 9, even if you don't have Bay News 9, you can download their app. Every week they seem to showcase uh, a place that's uh, a great place to visit, somewhat obscure, in their weekly one-tank trips. So um, if you have the time and looking for opportunities to get out and about and to really see Old-time Florida, in many cases, uh, there's a lot of opportunity that you can get by just uh, seeing what that weekly suggestion is uh, there at uh, Bay News 9. Well, I got a question for you. If you dare to, if you dare to, to, uh, to talk about it, 
It's about our next topic, 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. The National Football League, the rough and tough league, the league that hard to imagine way, way, way back in its inception, watching those guys play, you know, hard-nosed football with those leather caps on, especially knowing what we know today about concussions and what uh, even non-concussions can do with the big hits and how it could affect your health later in life. So it's come a long way. And, you know, football has been, you know, a testosterone sport. What I mean by that is, you know, with the roughness of the NFL for decades and decades, it's certainly been talked about as a man's sport. Now, you know that just recently in the playoffs, you know that um, the other half of the gender, which is the female gender, you know that um, the NFL has made history because of uh, the officiating referees of the NFL have uh, allowed, uh, there was a woman that was part of uh, a playoff crew uh, during the last season, so the NFL has um, plowed some ground in that area. And I'm here to announce that we learned today that your Tampa Bay Buccaneers has made similar history, not times one, but believe it or not, times two. Well, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they are the first NFL team to hire not one, but two female coaches that are now officially on the coaching staff of, well, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The uh, the two ladies, one is Moral Javlafar. The other lady is Lori Locust. Both are going to be assistant coaches. And no other team in the NFL has female assistant coaches. They... Um, Locust will be an, assi- an assistant defensive line coach, and Jalavar will be an assistant strength and conditioning coach. Now, Bruce Arians said this in a statement, I know how hard it can be to get that first opportunity to coach at the highest level of professional football. Sometimes all you need is the right organization to offer up the opportunity. The Glazer family and our general manager, Jason Light, were extremely supportive of my decision, and I know that Marielle and Laurie will be great additions to my coaching staff. Now, Locust actually uh, comes to the Bucks. Now, she was a defensive line coach for the Birmingham Iron of the Alliance of American Football. And uh, the other lady, Miss Locust, served as a defensive coaching intern uh, during the training camp for the Baltimore Ravens. And um, Jalavada has most recently been employed in Seattle as a physical therapist. She comes from Queens, and she played basketball at Pace University in New York. So the Tampa Bay Buccaneers making history with uh, those two uh, female uh, picks opportunities. 
Have some other news I'll just slip in here real quick, and uh, that is you might remember um, Blake Snell. Blake Snell was that awesome pitcher for the Tampa Bay Rays. Well, your Tampa Bay Rays, instead of getting rid of people, well, they've retained somebody very important because we learned today that this young American side, young winner, has been signed to a five-year, $50 million contract. He'll be right here pitching for the Rays. And in case you forgot, and the Rays are not really back in town. I've been playing in Port Charlotte. I've been a few times for some uh, away games from their spring training home. Blake Snell went 21-5 and last year. Let me repeat that. Awesome record. 21-5. and Had an ERA of just 1.89 for the entire season. Chalked up 221 strikeouts over 31 starts. Blake Snell going to be here at least for a few years, signing that five-year, $50 million contract. 877-943-9673. Bill Bunkley here with the Bill Bunkley Show. Glad to be with you on this afternoon. State Representative James Grant will be with me talking about Amendment 4, letting the felons vote. But not so fast, says the representative. And a New York rookie lawmaker is on his case. I'm Bill Bunkley. That's up next. Don't go away. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. President Trump today signed an executive order to protect free speech on college campuses. That order requires colleges to certify that their policies support free speech as a condition of receiving federal research grants. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu has praised President Trump's recognition of its control over the Golan Heights as a holiday miracle. The president calling it an area of critical strategic and security importance to Israel. Mississippi Governor Phil Bright has signed one of the strictest abortion laws in the nation, a measure that bans most abortions once a fetal heartbeat can be detected about six weeks into pregnancy. U.S. officials visit Beijing next week for the next round of high-level trade talks with China. And Iraqi officials say the death toll from the sinking of a ferry overloaded with people in northern Iraq now up to 71. This is SRN News. Hey, Florida, have you recently heard this or this? Then you need to hear this. Autoglass America. They're the best in the biz. Just one call, and they'll come and quickly fix your windshield for free. And guess what? They'll buy back your old windshield for cash on the spot. They offer a lifetime warranty. So when you hear this, call Autoglass America at 813-96-GLASS. Full coverage insurance required. Autoglass America. This is Dennis Prager. I want to invite you to join me for a travel opportunity that may be the highlight of your year, maybe even one of the highlights of your life. I'm headed back to Israel in December 2019 for a 10-day Stand With Israel tour, a tour of the key sites and places meant to give you an unprecedented view of a world you've likely only read or heard about. Come home inspired, renewed, and empowered by the experience if you've ever dreamed of seeing Israel. This is your opportunity. Click Stand With Israel at letstalkfaith.com. 
on April 5th. Don't miss The Best of Enemies, starring Academy Award nominee Taraji P. Henson. I play Anne Atwater, a civil rights activist who was able to approach hate with love. And Academy Award winner Sam Rockwell. All the better you don't get in my way. Well, I'm gonna get in your way. If you change one heart, you can change the world. I have a Bible. And then you ought to know, same God made you, made me. The Best of Enemies, based on the untold true story. Rated PG-13. Maybe inappropriate for children under 13. In theaters April 5th. Pastor, you work hard to make sure the flock lies down in green pastures. Why not enjoy a day on the green fairways at West Chase Golf Club? Faith Talk invites you to our fifth annual Pastors Masters Golf Tournament, Thursday, April 11th at West Chase, with breakfast from Chick-fil-A, lunch from Mission Barbecue, and tons of great prizes and giveaways. The Pastors Masters Golf Tournament is our gift to the pastors of Tampa Bay, Thursday, April 11th at West Chase Golf Club in Tampa. Slots are limited, so sign up today at letstalkfaith.com. Sunday mornings at 7.30, don't miss the crucified message with Dr. Tony Young Jr. Let me remind you, that's the way you and I have acted toward God. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, but not only that, he gives us life. He gives us health, strength, food, shelter, and clothing. The crucified message with Dr. Tony Young Jr. Sunday mornings at 7.30 on Faith Talk AM 570 and online at letstalkfaith.com. Cheese and a large soda, that's $10,012. Please drive around. $10,000 what? It's obvious you're buzzed and driving. I've only had a few. I'm fine. Yeah, the food's 12 bucks, but getting pulled over for buzz driving could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. Please drive around. Actually, just park and come in. Nothing kills a buzz like getting pulled over for buzz driving because buzz driving is drunk driving. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. We're back, Bill Bunkley here, and we're standing by to uh, hear from State Representative James Grant. And uh, know they've been very busy there in uh, Tallahassee, and so we're looking forward to having him with us in just a few moments. 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. Of course, the Florida legislature is in the midst of its, uh, what, the third week? third or fourth week, probably third week, of um, the 60-day session. We'll take it up to the first Friday in May, and that will be the last day of the regular 60-day cycle. And so this week, uh, though, there have been other bills that have been heard, like the parental notice bill and like the felons bill that we're going to talk about in just a moment. The lion's share of what is happening right now is the, um, the appropriations bill of the legislature. The only requirement by way of the Florida Constitution is to complete a budget. They don't have to do anything else during the 60 days, but they are required by the Constitution to do a budget and to pass a, pass a budget and to have a budget for next year. They also are not allowed to run a deficit budget. Wish we had that uh, provision before our U.S. House or U.S. Senate. 
So they can't run a deficit, and they've got to complete a budget. And so right now at this time of the year, there's different steps. And so now there's a lot of jockeying by a lot of the high-paid legislative consultants, also known as lobbyists, who are working very hard for their clients who believe that they have a worthwhile project to be funded by you, the taxpayer, here in Florida. And uh, this is the the cycle of the 60 days and the weeks where it's important to try and get that inserted into um, the appropriation schedule. Because what will happen is the Florida Senate is working on their budget. The Florida House is working on their budget. And Governor Ron DeSantis has already sent to them his recommended budget of what he'd like to see. So here's the process. The Senate is going to go through. They're going to be marking up the request. They will be prioritizing them. And the Senate will come out with uh, their own line items in their own budget. Now, one thing that they basically either agree with or they know what matches between the House and the Senate is that uh, the line items... Um, are identified between the two budgets. In other words, by the time that the Senate passes its budget and the time that the House passes its budget out, they have two different budgets. They're funding, to some degree, not only different things, but they're also funding different dollar amounts. And you'll be reading pretty soon, once those budgets are passed out, that the the, uh, the grand total number is not going to be uh, on par either. Then what they do is they form um, a conference committee. And so the staff will line up these budgets, pretty thick document, but they'll line up these budgets, and they'll do it in the different categories uh, of, uh, right now, different appropriations committees are meeting. You might have one for government ops. You may have one for, you know, the natural resources. I don't have the names in front of me accurately, but you get what I mean. You, 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 the, the two budgets will be divided up in the categories of the major expenditures of the state of Florida. Then you'll have appointees that will be appointed to each of these two committees. And, for instance, if I had an interest in natural resources, I would be asking to be put on the natural resources uh, appropriations negotiating team. If I, uh, for instance, if abortion was my deal, that really is under health and human services, then I would really ask to, to be on that committee uh, to help advocate for what I have in the bill. Now, keep in mind, individual members have already been jockeying with <clears throat> the chairs of the various appropriations committees to at least get their pet projects on the list. Over the last week or two, the only goal is to get your project on the list. Because if your project doesn't make it on the Senate list or the House list, you've already lost for the year. Now, it can be in either one, but it's a weakened position. For example, let me tell you, let's just use natural resources. Let's just say that Sarasota wanted $5 million for um, beach renourishment. Now, what you really want to do with your representatives, and you also have lobbyists for Sarasota County, 
What you really want to do is is you want to get with the natural resource chair in the Senate, and you really want to negotiate that your $5 million beach uh, renourishment, uh, he's agreed to include that in his budget or her budget. And what you want to do is over on the House side, you really want to work on getting not only your appropriation in the budget, but if you want $5 million, to at least get the $5 million in. If you get your... At this point in the process, if you get your project in each of the budgets and you get it for the full amount, you have got a a temporary step one victory. Now, the fallback victories are this. To even make sure you go forward, you got to make sure you get this, 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 this budget allocation in either the Senate or the House budget. Because if it's in one or the other, it has to be negotiated in the conference committee. If you don't get it in one or the other by the time the House passes its bill to go to conference and the Senate passes its bill to go to conference, you've lost. And even if you don't have the dollar amount that you were requesting, you got to get it, you know, at least if you get it in both budgets, then you go to the next step, which is negotiating the numbers, the cost, the, the revenue, uh, but you got to at least get it in one of the two budgets. So then let's say your bill's in the budget. Let's just say it's in both budgets. So now in a week or two or three, and sometimes it comes down to the week before the end of session, and I'm kind of skipping ahead because there's a lot that goes on with the House debating their budget. That's an all-day deal, sometimes two days, same thing in the Senate. But then you get down to where the House has passed its budget, the Senate's passed its, and then the conference chairs – are named by the Senate president and the House speaker, and then the two teams that are going to be on the negotiating teams for the House and the Senate are named, and then they will schedule conference committees. That means that these representatives will come together. It's all done in the open, by the way. Any of these meetings you can go to, and uh, you can watch because it's all out in the sunshine. So you go to the meetings. And then they begin taking the line items. Let's take the natural resource, $5 million beach renourishment that I mentioned from Sarasota. So, and by the way, we're still waiting for State Representative James Grant. Uh, I know that um, Michael is um, not only calling his cell phone, but by now probably calling his office in Tallahassee. Uh, and I don't remember the number offhand, but it's the 850 number. And uh, anyway, we'll track him down. Um He's he's in he's in he's in the firing line because of this amendment for um, a proposition about uh, um, charging for the court costs for those felons who will come back to vote. Uh, but anyway, uh, then what will happen is is they will go line by line by line by line. They'll go to the first line, and uh, what will happen is if the House budget is the same as the Senate budget. What's probably going to happen is is that both sides will agree to, and the key word is concur. We concur with line items, say, 501. And they go to 502, and uh, let's say there's a, a line item for a million in the House and 800,000 in the Senate. Either the House has to come down to 800,000 or the Senate has to come up to a million. And if they don't agree, then they will just say that is still pending, and they will leave that. What happens is the one where they concur, 
in the working document, that will disappear. So that the next document that they're working on, only in the areas that they have failed to come to agreement, at each step, they'll do this several times. In the areas where they have a difference in the dollar amount, that will that will end up rolling over to the next list. So that by the time the first pass gets done, the the line items where there's agreement between the Florida House and the Florida Senate, those will be taken off the table because those are in the budget, theoretically. They always can be taken out before it's over. And so this pro- this process goes on and on. Now what happens is, I must tell you this. For instance, there's two priorities. Uh, Senator Galvano, who's president of the Senate, he's got a pretty big number in terms of dollars for infrastructure. In fact, he wants to see the Suncoast Parkway that now ends at Highway 98, there by Brooksville, he wants that to be built and extended all the way up to the Georgia line. And that would be, for me, a good thing, not only going to Tallahassee, but more importantly, it will really help with hurricane evacuation. So everybody knows he wants that. So guess what? That's going to be one of the last things that's going to be dealt with. Now let's go to the Florida House. Speaker of the House, Oliva, Jose Oliva, wants some things for education. Some some pet things that are important to him for education. Now, I'm going to tell you what. Those things for his pet projects are not going to be handled to the end. Why? Because once the opposing sides know what the other leader, in this case, once the Florida House knows what the Senate president wants, and there's more than one. There's usually three or four biggies. And the Senate will understand what Jose Oliva wants. Those are always left for the end because those are the huge Horse trading chips. It's very well understood. It's the way all legislators, legislator, legislatures, as well as the Congress. When you know, you find out what your opponent wants, you leave that to the very end. And then the question is, okay, Mr. Senate President, make me an offer. You want all this infrastructure for X amount of dollars? Tell me what you're going to give me. And now this goes back and forth. One thing I'll tell you before you go to the break is it will get to a point in this back and forth before it gets to the priorities of the two leaders of the two chambers. It will get to the point where in this joint committee process, they'll get down to where there's several, it could be eight, ten pages. There's going to be, it's going to be where they can't come to an agreement. Then the word you're looking at is bumped. It's going to get bumped up. And what that means is, is that those two appointed chairs are going to now agree that they can't agree on the remaining items. And it is bumped up directly to the Senate president and to the Senate speaker. And the two leaders will work out the final bumped items. And that's where this discussion comes in about what are you going to give me if I give you that? So that's the uh, that's the appropriations process, the most important thing. And the big bucks, billions of dollars. Florida is a huge budget. Well, I'll get an update on a break from Mike Miracle. We'll try and find out what's happening with uh, our state representative. Phone lines are open if you'd like to ask a question about the appropriations process or anything else about the legislature, 877-943-9673. I'm Bill Bunkley standing by, and I'll take your questions. 
You're invited to Look Up Clearwater, bringing together Christian music performances of all genres, filling Coachman Park in Clearwater for a huge day of fun, music, and fellowship. Look Up Clearwater happens from 3 to 9, Saturday, April 6, and is 100% free and open to everyone. Come see the family area with special activities for kids. Plan to be in Coachman Park, Saturday, April 6th, for Look Up Clearwater. Check us out at lookupclearwater.com. There's no question you need omega-3s. But which form should you take? Fish oil or krill oil? Scientists have debated this for years. Luckily, there's a new solution to satisfy everyone. It's called Krill Omega 50 Plus. It combines ultra-pure fish oil and joint-soothing krill oil together in just one tiny pill. It's so powerful, it can promote the health of your heart and your arteries. And if that wasn't enough, it can also boost your joint comfort in just days. We're so sure Krill Omega 50 Plus will work for you. We'll even send you a free bottle to put to the test. The debate is over. It's not fish oil or krill oil. It's both. And now it's free. Just pay $4.95 for shipping and claim your free bottle. Call now. 1-800-340-5765. 1-800-340-5765. That's 1-800-340-5765. Mary, the child you bear will become the greatest of men from the network that brought you the bible there has been talk about jesus they say he's healing the sick comes the life of jesus christ it's preaching is what concerns me he's helping people from those who knew him best we are his followers we've seen him do wondrous things i am the resurrection and the life jesus his life monday at eight on history If you run a business, you know your financial results are directly linked to the performance of your people. Hello, friends. Jim Nance here. Every team wants to operate at peak performance, and now you can with the proven workforce optimization solution from Insperity. This powerful combination of HR and business solutions is the most comprehensive business performance offering in the marketplace, delivering administrative relief, better benefits, reduced liabilities, and a systematic way to improve productivity. And since your business is like no other, this solution is customized to fit your unique company needs. If you're ready to make your company run better, grow faster, and make more money, call 800-465-3800 or visit Insperity.com and meet with your Insperity business performance advisor today. It's what we do. Insperity, inspiring business performance. It's amazing but true. When it comes to one of America's biggest household expenditures, health care, A lot of people think they've got no choice. People are used to thinking we have to do it this way, but they don't. Yes, you have the freedom to choose an alternative with your health care. It's MediShare, and it costs way less than the alternatives. The typical family saves $500 a month, not a year, a month. And if you're single, this can save you a lot too. And let's face it, a big reason MediShare is 400,000 people strong it just works. They've shared over $3 billion in medical bills, so they can help share your needs, too. Joining MediShare for so many people is one of those things that makes you say, why didn't I do this before? So, yes, the time has come for something better. Look into joining MediShare and see why so many people are opting out of the old way and into the new. Why not look into this? 
Just call 844-41-BIBLE. That's 844-41-B-I-B-L-E. 844-41-BIBLE. Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley here, 877-943-9673. Well, we've solved the mystery for now. And that is, uh, just got a quick text from State Representative James Grant. He is in a press gaggle. And what that means is, is that uh, uh, he came out of a meeting. And uh, what happens is, is that um, at the Capitol, everything's out in the open. So by the time you finish a situation, you could have four or five or six uh, members of the press uh, catch you on the way out of the committee room, and you've seen them. They gather around, and you have an impromptu press conference. Well, that's what's been happening the last uh, several minutes. Also, probably why uh, his staff uh, is not in uh, in the staff office, in his uh, legislative office in Tallahassee, because they're there witnessing or recording the press gaggle. So, Anyway, we'll have him uh, check in with Mike, and uh, we'll see what's happening after that. 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. Remember, coming up in the next hour, got uh, some interesting stories to talk about. And um, the big one is that uh, uh, President Trump has sided with Israel once again in a big, big way. And so we'll talk about that coming up uh, in just a moment. And uh, let me flip over here to remind you that we have our Regnery book giveaway. We're going to have five different copies of our Target uh, book for the month of March, and that is Hate Crime Hoax, How the Left is Selling a Fake Race War by Dr. Wilfred. Now, you have until March 31st to enter, and we're going to have five different books to give away. Now, If you believe the news, today's America is plagued by an epidemic of violent hate crimes. But is that really true? In the new book, Hate Crimes Hoax, Hoax, I should say, Hate Crime Hoax, Professor Wilfred Riley examines over 100 widely publicized incidents of so-called hate crimes that never actually happened. With a critical eye and attention to detail, Riley debunks these fabricated incidents many of them alleged to have happened on college campuses. He also explores why so many Americans are driven to fake hate crimes. We're not experiencing an epidemic of hate crimes, Raleigh concludes, but we might be experiencing an unprecedented epidemic, uh, epidemic, I should say, of hate crime hoaxes. Wow. Want to get a copy of this one? we got five ones that you can enter in to win. You can go to am860theanswer.com. That's am860theanswer.com, our flagship website for 860 here in West Central Florida. And for Sarasota and Bradenton, uh, down in our AM930, absolutely VIP area, 
am930theanswer.com, am930theanswer.com. You can register there. The important thing is you can register every day until now, until March 31st. And uh, each time your name is put in a hat, thus increasing the chances for you to win by coming back day after day after day if you want to make that a priority. And, of course, uh, this is a good one, a good book as well. We want you to get a hold of that. And a quick reminder that um, if you haven't had a chance to stand with us, please stand with us for our campaign to get emergency food down to Haiti for food for the poor. Um, uh, any gift would be a blessing indeed. Um, $80 is, is a gift for each of the children. But we have, uh, we've, we've seen a real, real uh, interest by our audience to want to take care of an entire family. If you'd like to take care of an entire family of four, you can do that by uh, a monthly gift for 12 months of $27 a month. $27 a month is going to feed all four members of this family uh, two meals a day. Now, you just look at $27, and you look at the fact that it's going to be feeding that many meals a month for $27. And we're going to also make sure that that area has uh, a new well or a new water supply and clean water for a lifetime. If you'd like to stand with us, please call right now. Our operators are standing by, 855-353-4673. That's 855-353-HOPE. You can, uh, on your smartphone, you can dial pound 250, hit the send button. When you hear the prompt, just say food, food, and give. Or you can go to letstalkfaith.com, letstalkfaith.com. You can give there as well. We're on the final, final leg of, of the race, and we want to cross the finish line as soon as possible. We want to get uh, these items down to Haiti, especially since all the rioting and all the disruptions that have been going on in Food for the Poor. Again, a 90, 95% plus rating that your money really goes to the supplies in the field, unlike what's happened to so many who have given to Haiti through other organizations in the past. Well, we're going to be heading on over to um, AM570 or AM910 in Plant City or FM 102.1 in Lakeland, or you can listen online at letstalkfaith.com, or you can download uh, uh, our WTBN app. But I'll be on for the next hour and would love to have you join me for more discussions on the Bill Bunkley Show. Don't go away. I'll be right back. chapters, over 30,000 verses. No wonder so many of us have never read it cover to cover. Want to do it? Want to read the entire Bible? Start today at BibleStudyTools.com. BibleStudyTools.com includes Bible in a Year, an interactive plan for reading, learning, and understanding the Bible. Deepen your faith and impact your walk with God, one day at a time. Bible in a Year, just one of the new interactive Bible study tools at BibleStudyTools.com. Weekdays at 1 p.m., don't miss Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins. Count on joy when you fall to various trials and testing, for the testing of your faith produces patience. And let patience have its perfect work that you might be complete and perfect and lacking nothing. Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins. Weekdays at 1 on Faith Talk 570 and online at letstalkfaith.com.
Faith Talk 570 WTBN Pinellas Park. Online at letstalkfaith.com. A service of the Salem Media Group. News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters. In an executive order issued today, President Trump ordered U.S. colleges to protect free speech on their campuses or risk losing federal funding. Today we're delivering a clear message to the professors and power structures trying to suppress dissent and keep young Americans and all Americans, not just young Americans, like Ellen and Caitlin and Polly from challenging rigid far-left ideology. People who are confident in their beliefs do not censor others. The order tells federal agencies to work with the Office of Management and Budget to ensure that colleges receiving research grants promote free inquiry, including thorough compliance with all applicable federal laws, regulations, and policies. Israel's prime minister has praised President Trump's recognition of his country's control over the Golan Heights as a holiday miracle. Benjamin Netanyahu says President Trump's move has historic importance. He recognized Israel's sovereignty over the Golan Heights, and he did so at a time when Iran is trying to use Syria as a platform to attack and destroy Israel. Facebook admits it left millions of user passwords out in the open for employees. Facebook acknowledged it stored millions of users' passwords in plain text for years in violation of basic computer security practices. It's standard to scramble passwords and other sensitive information, but Facebook's actions left passwords clearly readable by its employees. The company admitted to the practice after it was pointed out by security blogs. There's no evidence Facebook staff abused the information, but the revelations raise questions about the vulnerability of passwords during breaches, like the one uncovered in September when hackers gained entry to some 29 million of Facebook's more than 2 billion accounts. I'm Warren Levinson. On Wall Street, the Dow by 216 points to 25,962. The Nasdaq rose 109. The S&P advanced 30. Oil down to 59.98 a barrel. More on these stories at townhall.com. Come on, kids. We're late. Honey, the car won't start. Mom, the dog just sat on my science project. Life can be stressful, but getting life insurance shouldn't be. That's why there's Ethos. Ethos is a modern kind of life insurance that's super fast, incredibly affordable, and very uncomplicated. At GetEthos.com, there are no medical exams for policies covering under a million dollars, no hours of paperwork, or meetings with pushy representatives. It only takes 10 minutes to apply, and you can rest assured knowing you've taken steps to protect your family. And in most cases, with Ethos, you can have that peace of mind for less than a cup of coffee a day, with no hidden fees. Having life insurance can free you from stress. Getting life insurance shouldn't cause it. Discover how uncomplicated life insurance can be at Ethos. Get your free instant quote and submit your complete application in minutes. Just go to GetEthos.com. That's E-T-H-O-S. GetEthos.com. GetEthos.com. Prosecutors say the Dutch suspect in a tram shooting will face multiple charges, including terrorism. Utrecht officials say the suspect, Gokmen Tanish, faces an array of charges, primarily multiple murder or manslaughter with a terrorist intent, as well as attempted murder and making terror threats. Prosecutors say the probe so far into Monday's shooting in a tram that left three people dead and three seriously injured indicates the shooter acted alone. Investigations continue into whether the suspect's actions, officials say, flowed from personal problems combined with a radicalised ideology. Tanish is to appear before an investigating judge on Friday. I'm Charles de Ledesma. Google celebrating composer Johann Sebastian Bach with its first artificial intelligence-powered doodle. 
The day's animated Google Doodle shows the composer playing an organ in celebration of his March 21st, 1685 birthday under the old Julian calendar. News and analysis at townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters in Washington. Legislators say Venezuelan intelligence agents have detained a senior aide to opposition leader Juan Guaido after a raid on his Caracas home. Videos and photos released by the Guaido camp appear to show intelligence officers at the home of the opposition leader's chief of staff, Roberto Marrero, who was later taken away in an armored car. Another opposition figure, lawmaker Sergio Vergara, who lives in the same building, also had his home searched and was briefly detained. The move has been denounced by Mr Guaido, who said that weapons, two rifles and a grenade, had been planted at Mr Marrero's home by the intelligence agents. BBC correspondent Will Grant reporting from Caracas. A trash truck driver was likely under the influence of marijuana and anti-seizure medication when his vehicle was struck by an Amtrak train carrying Republican lawmakers in Virginia last year. The National Transportation Safety Board issued its final accident report today. More on these stories at townhall.com. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open in Hillsboro, 813-287-5700 or toll-free 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around or the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. And we're back. Bill Bunkley here for the Thursday edition of hour number two of the Bill Bunkley Show. And uh, we are honored to have you with us. And uh, it's always a special treat during the second hour because instead of talking to all of our platforms uh, across uh, uh, what we serve here with Salem Media in Central Florida, we're talking exclusively to our Faith Talk audience, and we're hoping that you're having a wonderful day in the Lord. If you've been with us during the first hour, you know that uh, we were standing by to hear and have a conversation with uh, a very, very good family friend. Uh, and I, I mean, at the bottom of my heart, uh, with State Representative James Grant, he got tied up in, in a press gaggle. We'll tell you what that is in just a moment. But uh, he's now standing by in Tallahassee, and so we're going to uh, go ahead and pipe him in in just a moment. And uh, very fascinating conversation that has uh, caught the attention of uh, one of the national newsmakers, and uh, we'll find out just what's going on with that as well. But remind you that uh, we're delighted to have you with us today. And uh, coming up a little later on the program, uh, I want to tell you about our president, President Trump, has made another bold move to stand with the nation of Israel. Now, you know, uh, Mike Pompeo is, uh, has been in Israel and Jerusalem the last couple of days meeting with uh, Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu. And uh, that itself is a signal of us standing, the president standing with, with uh, President Netanyahu, uh, despite uh, the charges that have been leveled against him that I am convinced are, are all politically motivated. 
But nonetheless, there's a special election coming up. And uh, I can guarantee you I'm hoping and praying that the Israeli people will have the wisdom to put uh, uh, Prime Minister back in his job again after this election. Uh, because with the Middle East heating up the way it is with uh, Iran and uh, Russia on their heels, um, the nation needs the leadership of uh, the um, uh, Netanyahu. Now, we'll also tell you what bold move the president made, and we'll have that later on in our program. But first, I'm really proud of my next guest because uh, James Jamie Grant, of course, represents Northern Hillsborough and Northern Pinellas County. Just so happens that where I live uh, in the Carrollwood area, he is my state representative. And uh, he's been serving since uh, 2010 in the Florida House of Representatives. Had a little hiccup in the, in the middle, not any fault of his, but there was an independent candidate that was in and out, in and out, or whatever it was. And uh, a candidate, uh, one of the candidates in the race, uh, husband filed suit. And so it kind of messed things up where they had to have a special election and so anyway, long story short, had a little bit of a burp in between. But right now, uh, he's in the Florida House, uh, District Number 64. And I want to tell you that uh, he's a proud Auburn Tiger. And I emphasize the word proud uh, because that's very important to him. But also, right here, hometown graduate of the Stetson College of Law and uh, one of the brightest minds and brightest orators in the Florida legislature, especially when it comes to life, especially when it comes to abortion, and he has a special story on that. But I want to tell you he serves as chairman of the Criminal Justice Subcommittee in the House. Anything in the area of criminal justice starts in his committee, and if it doesn't get into his committee or out of his committee, it's just not happening. And with that, a lot of confidence in him by the Speaker of the House, Jose Oliva. James Grant, good to have you with us on the program for this year, my friend. Well, it's good to hear you, man. Uh, it's, uh, it's nice to be talking to some friendly faces with everything going on. So thank <laughs> you for your patience. I apologize. I got got ambushed on the floor, as you can imagine, but uh, good to be with you. Now, a gaggle is this. Whenever there's a committee meeting that's over or you're going to the restroom, or uh, anything like that, or, or the House finishes its business, uh, and you've had, uh, you, you're in the center of the headlines of the last 24 hours, the press is waiting to have a, a bunch of them center around you and start asking you questions. Is that a fair assessment of what happened with what we call the gaggle today? Yes. All right. Let's get to the meat of it first. As chairman of the Criminal Justice Subcommittee, before we talk about the felons, uh, reinstatement of voting rights. Tell us a little bit about the type of bills that go before your committee and what you're looking for in terms of, I know you've consulted with the speaker. You get an idea of uh, what his agenda is. What do you do as committee chairman with all the bills that have been proposed, and how do you decide which ones to choose to uh, agenda in your committee? It's a great question, Bill. I think the easiest thing to describe a chairman's burden is, is best summed up by whether or not the chairman has a defined set of principles or the chairman just makes an emotional or um, unpredictable decision. And one of the things I've found about being a chairman in the legislature is that if, if you set a clear expectation of what your principles are and the, the guideposts by which you govern, then members ought to know when they file a bill that's dealing with the subject matter right now for me, criminal justice, which is a little bit of a change from the health care focus I've had for a while. Uh, but members ought to know whether it's health care or criminal justice or education or anything else I chair, they ought to know the guideposts, 
of of what would be heard or the guidepost of what would be killed. And so um, I, I like to think that I'm one of the more predictable members of the Florida legislature in the sense that if a bill gets filed or a bill gets referenced to my committee, people should have a, a pretty clear expectation of exactly what's going to happen with that. And so the way the process works is somebody files a bill, and that bill then gets a, a, a series of references, and it can be any number of references, but the references send it to different committees. And so a bill would start in the first committee. Criminal justice gets a lot of attention because it's where everything that touches the criminal justice system starts uh, before it would ultimately go up to judiciary or another committee if it touches on another subject matter as well. And so um, what I would ordinarily be doing is, is reviewing a massive spreadsheet with my staff director and some of my colleagues and having conversations about what does that bill do? What are the problems with it? Are there simple fixes to make it right? Or is it something that's kind of systemically problematic? And so uh, that would be kind of the normal course. Uh, this year has been a little bit interesting because I have three constitutional amendments that the voters approved and put on the ballot that are all my responsibility uh, to get right. And so uh, my time has, has been dominated by amendment four, which is the felons restoration of rights. Um, as you know, I, uh, uh, you, you get a choice in life a lot of times. Uh, do you want to pass the buck or do you want to pick up the ball and, and, and run? And um, for me, with an issue as significant as Amendment 4, knowing the scrutiny that would be on me as a chairman and on behalf of our speaker and our leadership team, um, I want the ball. And so um, uh, for about the last three months, I've been um, kind of researching, meeting, talking, thinking through every single element of what Amendment 4 means and does not mean. And so Tuesday, we obviously kicked that off with the – well, Friday, we kicked it off when we, we dropped the committee bill publicly for the hearing on Tuesday. Um, and then in the meantime, I'm trying to play air traffic control and figure out which bills will move and, and which bills won't. And so in the criminal justice world, obviously, um, I think we uh, certainly from a biblical worldview believe in, in the dignity of life. We understand the negative rights. I mean, the intro that – that you have unsurprisingly is spot on. We're the only civilization in the history of mankind that didn't have rights granted by a king or a queen or yep. depending on, on your bloodline. And, and that was an audacious thing for our founders to do. And so when we ask ourselves the question of criminal justice, I think one of the things we have to ask ourselves is how hard and what burden should government have to, to take away your freedoms or in the most severe cases take your life and simultaneously figure out how we keep our communities safe. And so um, – you know, the president and, and leadership in, in Washington obviously made a lot of news with the First Step Act and looking at how we can make criminal justice better. I think anything that increases the credibility of a conviction decreases the amount of appellate work and technical work or appellate work that's meritorious because justice was misapplied um, are things we ought to be doing. So that's kind of the stuff that falls under that umbrella is kind of the stuff that, uh, that moves through my committee. But uh, as I mentioned, um, I, I've, I've never been married until this year, but I'm now married to a constitutional amendment called Amendment 4. <laughs> Again, if you're just joining us, that is the voice of State Representative uh, James Grant, uh, representing District uh, 64, uh, which is Northern Hillsborough County, Pinellas, and uh, also my representative, also chairman of the Criminal Justice Subcommittee in the Florida House of Representatives. And I duly note that when, I, when I'm tweeting in the morning, early morning at the Capitol, well, one day of the week is because these guys meet at 8.30 in the morning, so I, I never call them out. It's not James Grant's fault, but uh, uh, that's one of those early committee meetings that you're up at the hotel before the crack of dawn just to get over there and get started. But 
Let's let's focus in on Amendment Four now. Here's my explanation of how it works. You can correct me. You have these initiatives. You have these citizen initiatives. This, along with a host of others, uh, I will say some of them good. Unfortunate for some other ones, but nonetheless, it passed. So, the amendment language has to be approved by the Supreme Court. Then it gets on the ballot. Then it gets approved. Now, the issue is just because the three or four or five or six sentences got approved. If it's approved by the voters, then it kicks back over to the legislature because they are the ones now responsible to implement this constitutional amendment. And they're the ones that have the responsibility uh, and the, the, the option to figure what's going to be part of this implementation. Now, part of this, uh, the, the firestorm that started uh, probably on Friday as soon as the document was released, certainly during a committee meeting, dividing uh, the left and the right, Republicans and Democrats, is uh, Representative Grant has proposed that there are, and this was mentioned, I understand, from what I remember from when this was argued before the Supreme Court, it was even mentioned that, you know, there could be some fees or some costs associated with deciding which felons, you know, which ones are murderers that are not going to be able to be qualified, which ones are going to be qualified, the paperwork to follow, well, there's cost involved with that, and so Representative Grant suggested that those who wanted their felons' rights restored, that they're going to have some look at some costs. That created a firestorm. Correct either what I said or take it from there and give us your thoughts on this. Yeah, I think there's a couple things, Bill, and I'd, I'd start at the high level. And One of the things I would stress, uh, and I just touched on your intro and, and, and the audacity of the founding of America, but it's important for all of us to understand the difference between negative rights and affirmative rights. The United States Constitution has 27 amendments in it. We could read it over dinner. The Florida Constitution has been amended uh, countless times. Uh, I think it's 1,400, 1,500-something crazy. crazy. It has things crazy. like ostrich feed sales tax exemption. It has all sorts of affirmative things in them. And the reason I stress the significance of, of us all understanding the difference between negative rights and affirmative rights is that the, the, life, the lifespan of the republic is dependent on it. And, and the reason it's dependent on it is that negative rights protect against government action. What negative rights say is that government cannot come and take the inalienable rights that you were, that you were given. What affirmative rights say is government has to act. And so what happens when petitions happen or the legislature pr- proposes a, a joint resolution um, or the Constitutional Revision Commission, if it survives this session, uh, this session can propose amendments for the voters to vote on? All of those things tend to be affirmative rights, and the reason for that is the United States Constitution and all of its beauty pretty much encapsulates every negative right that should be there. And so um, to, to understand the history of Amendment 4 uh, and to understand why this is, um, has me so riled up with the narrative uh, that one of my Democrat colleagues interjected into this debate during the, uh, the, 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 the bill hearing is to understand that in order to get language on the ballot, the, the proponents have to go before the Florida Supreme Court and answer questions and publicly testify about what their language does and, and why it would be there. And so, as you mentioned, the testimony before the Florida Supreme Court by the very people proposing Amendment 4 was explicitly clear that completion of all terms of sentence means, in fact, all terms of the sentence, fines, court costs, restitution, incarceration. And so when you have an amendment that legally means nothing, and I think that's important for people to understand, felony sex offense means nothing. Bill, if we opened up the phone lines and said, 
hey, everybody call in, or we put out a, a survey monkey to all of your listeners and said, what does felony sex offenses mean? We'd probably get a thousand different answers or five thousand different answers. Murder actually doesn't mean anything. I don't think voters realize that attempted murder is not explicitly the same thing as murder, which means the Florida voters supported restoration of rights on the basis of whether or not an attempted murderer completed the killing or not. And so we, we now have this scenario where the language technically means nothing, which leaves us with a few choices. And I've been criticized because some people say Amendment 4 is self-executing. The proponents of Amendment 4 explicitly stated before the Florida Supreme Court that, like all ballot initiatives, this thing's a little messy and there's some details that will need to be ironed out. Well, if there's details that need to be ironed out, it's not self-executing. And so if it's not self-executing, we have a choice. The legislature can do its job. We as policymakers can do our job. Or as some have asked, we could follow the lead of Washington and Congress that continues to be derelict in their duty, that continues to pass the buck and give grant powers to, to an executive rather than doing their job as a deliberative legislative body. That's not a path I'm willing to watch the Florida I love go down. And then the third suggestion has been just send it to uh, agency heads to implement it. I got news for you. Agency heads are not elected. They're not responsible to constituents. And so the most equitable and transparent and deliberative answer that also happens to be the reason the legislature exists is to pass a bill on that. And so what we've done over the last few months is make crystal clear that um, a lot of us as Republicans, despite the narrative that some, some bombastic Democrats want to portray in the national press, is uh, what we've said is we believe in restoration, but we also believe in the rule of law. And so if an organization can walk over to the Supreme Court and tell one story, and they can have on their very own website still up today, if, if your viewers, I, I think it was up last night just to be clear, but I think if your viewers went today to the Florida Restoration of Rights Coalition, the organization that put this ballot initiative together, if you went to their website when you were writing this bill and you looked at their frequently asked questions and it says, what does all terms of the sentence mean? And they explicitly state that it's exactly consistent with my bill. All things inside the sentence, court costs, fines, fees, restitution. If you think or if anybody thinks it is appropriate for an organization to tell one story to the Supreme Court to get on the ballot, to put a marketing campaign before the voters trying to get the voters to pass the initiative, and then after it's passed, after it's passed, walk into the legislature and tell a mutually exclusive, inherently inconsistent story to the legislature and simultaneously buy in and perpetuate the notion that my bill is a poll tax, you're, you're, that, those people are introducing a new form of voter fraud. And that new form of voter fraud is say whatever it takes to get on the ballot, say whatever it takes to pass, and then when it comes time to make the policy, completely change your story and throw racist dog whistles at the people who are just doing explicitly what was said in the open public before the voters voted on the, the amendment. And, and, and Bill, I think it's, it's a really it, – it, it is uh, – I don't know that anybody in this building has seen me as fired up as I've been for the last 72 hours, and I think you know that that's – Well, I know you're fired up. That's why we're trying to get a hold of you, and I, I'm glad you were sp- so specific in walking it through because – uh, there is great hypocrisy here, but to boil it down to the everyday hardworking man and woman to, to, to get this, uh, I wish everyone could hear you walk through this because that's how we clear the air, but they know that the smoke and mirrors will sort of stir it up. But for me, 
Let me boil it down to my to, to my listeners, and uh, we're going to run over just a little bit. We'll play catch up in just a second, to, but um, you know, I, I kept thinking of a phrase, and this is so simple, and, and not on your principles because of the sort of the bait and switch. But you know what? We talk about uh, a felon or whatnot <clears throat> once they've, and it's even the word, paid their debt to society. Okay, so so now. They, they've done something, they brought upon themselves, they've served their time, and now they're going to come out, and then what could be a, a financial burden or, or to the state of Florida, it's just very simple. Whatever the court costs are, whatever the, whatever we got to do to get this restored, you're responsible for paying that. And, of course, the poll tax thing, it's a tax on the poor. But, you know, this is such a, a controversial thing. It seems to me there's so many organizations on the left that would step up and to pay this for the folks anyway. But it's a matter of principle, isn't it? Well, I think it's, I think it's a couple of things, Bill. And you and I have talked about it. Every single one of my colleagues is either up here because they care about a title and their little member pen and they want to brag about or like the fact that people call them representative or senator. Oh, yeah. Oh, and, yeah. And then there's people that just care about getting policy work done and doing the right thing. Um, and, and the freshman Democrat who introduced the term poll tax that set off this entire national narrative um, that has – um, set the tone of what this is, has engaged in the worst form of political pandering I can fathom because it's important for under, people to understand. We have scars in our history. Slavery is, a, is an atrocity that happened. Poll taxes, three-fifths, all of those things are atrocities, but none of those atrocities were found in the construct of negative rights. They were found in the application of law by depraved men and women. But what a poll tax actually was was to tell a free citizen that because of their skin color or because of where they lived or how little money they had, that they had to pay to vote. What we're talking about here is the, elect, uh, the election by the, 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 the voters of Florida to say that we will grant restoration of rights back to people who lost it because of their own behavior. Right. And for somebody to call this a poll tax is to spit in the face of the generations and the people who lived through a blatantly racist, discriminatory poll tax. And so when people say that, that I or my colleagues are pushing a poll tax, they are suggesting – I just noticed today Sean King, who's known for his bombastic rhetoric, uh, has called me the new Jim Crow. Mr. King is welcome to come. So is Alexandria ocasio Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let me, let, me, let, me, let, me, let me set this up. Not only know Mr. King, but, but uh, final question, uh, because I've alluded to it in our promos. Um, the, the freshman congresswoman uh, from the Bronx and Queens – Okay, probably single-handedly responsible for running Amazon out of town. The darling of the media left, the darling of the socialism, the all of the prepaid education for everybody, prepaid medical, et cetera, et cetera. Alexander, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, also known as AOC, she has now entered, to, entered the fray and uh, has called, uh, you know, this thing a poll tax and, and James Grant. And then Jamie has uh, offered to debate her any place, anywhere, anytime. So how'd this thing get triggered to her of all people? I, I don't know. But when they want to interject themselves in and call this the new Jim Crow or they want to call it a poll tax, they inherently go after my name, my integrity, and everything I've ever done and, and, and my family before me. And so I will go anywhere, anytime, any network, any moderator on live television, and I will implore them to make their case. But I think these people should have to own this divisive rhetoric. America and American politics has far too much corrosive, divisive, uninformed 
conversation happening. What those people clearly want is an inflamed electorate. What built this country is an informed electorate. And I will defend that. I will defend this product anywhere, anytime, any network, any moderator. They can pick the safest space they want to be. They tell me when. I will be there. All right. James Grant, we have to go. My producer is yelling in my ear, which he should be doing because we're a little over time here. But I want to thank you so much for being with us. We're going to watch this very closely. And as you have the time and as this story develops, uh, we'll have a chance to talk with you in the future. But uh, thank you so much for your service. Thank you so much for explaining uh, that there is a solid foundation for your thinking and the members of the Florida legislature uh, who support uh, this particular approach. And we appreciate you being with us today and uh, just pray for blessings on your life. And this too shall pass, my friend. Thanks, Bill. We'll be good. We'll keep doing the good work. We appreciate what you do, and I look forward to staying in touch. Take care, my friend. Thanks, guys. Take care. Phone lines are open at 877-943-9673, 877-943-9673. Your thoughts? Going to play catch-up. Uh, Going to take a break right now, come back, a couple announcements. We'll get another uh, break in and get back on schedule. More of the Bill Bunkley Show in a moment. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Matt Laporta, chairman of the 49th Annual Tampa Bay Leadership Prayer Breakfast, coming April 4th to Armature Works in Tampa. Bring a friend who needs to know Christ for a unique presentation of the gospel by international author and CEO of Office Pride Commercial Cleaning, Todd Hopkins. Share breakfast and the truth with a friend or business associate at this year's Tampa Bay Leadership Prayer Breakfast, April 4th at Armature Works in Tampa. For details, go to tampabayprayer.com. Again, that's tampabayprayer.com. On April 5th, don't miss The Best of Enemies, starring Academy Award nominee Taraji P. Henson. I play Anne Atwater, a civil rights activist who was able to approach hate with love. And Academy Award winner Sam Rockwell. All the better if you don't get in my way. Well, I'm going to get in your way. If you change one heart, you can change the world. I have a Bible. Then you ought to know, same God made you, made me. The Best of Enemies, based on the untold true story. Rated PG-13. May be inappropriate for children under 13. In theaters April 5th. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-704-1662. 800-704-1662. That's 800-704-1662. Across America, it's snoring season. Right now, 90 million Americans make this sound every night. Snoring can be caused by breathing through your mouth when you sleep. If you have a blocked or narrow nose, then you're more likely to open your mouth to breathe, causing snoring. Thankfully, there's mute. 
an ingenious Australian invention that could quiet the snoring season once and for all. Mute is a comfortable nasal breathing device that sits inside the nose, supporting your airway and keeping it open while you sleep. You'll breathe more easily through your nose and snore less. In fact, in trials, 75% of couples reported a reduction in snoring when using Mute, allowing them both a better night's sleep. Put snoring season to bed, America. Available at Walgreens, CVS, Rite Aid and other fine stores. For more information, go to MuteSnoring.com. Mute. Breathe more, snore less, sleep better. Who do you work for? Weekday afternoons at 3. Join Jim and Martha Brangenberg for I Work For Him. Who do you really work for? Is it your clients, your boss, your family, your car payment, yourself, or your lord? This isn't a trick question. There is a right answer. You're either all in or all out. Are you for him? I am. In fact, I work for him. I work for Jesus Christ. I work for him. Weekdays at 3 p.m. On Faith Talk AM 570, AM 910, and FM 102.1. You are love. Bill Bunkley here. We're back. And um, I want to remind you that, especially with uh, our last interview with State Representative James Grant, that we'll have our podcast up shortly after today's show. Go to our website, letstalkfaith.com, click on the podcast. You can either listen online or you can download it. And uh, always remind you that you can download today's show, listen to it tomorrow on the way home or on the way to work, and um, that we can keep up with uh, what we've been doing here on the Bill Bunkley Show. Hey, remind you that uh, we are zeroing in on the finish line for our standing with food for the poor. And I hope you're praying about uh, how God would uh, answer your prayer about uh, using his resources to finish up this campaign uh, to help particularly those folks in Haiti that uh, have been under siege with the rioting and all of what's been going on. Christian missionaries had to flee the island nation. But Food for the Poor is still on station, and we are working to finish up uh, our commitment to uh, get a fresh round of food down to uh, their docks. And I uh, want to tell you that for a one-time gift of $320 or $27 a month divided by 12 equal payments, you can feed a family of four. That's one, two, three, four, two meals a day. That's eight meals a day. For an entire month, 30-day month, 240 meals for $27. Now tell me, with the Lord's resources, and by the way, it's tax deductible, where could you feed over 200 meals and do that for $27 a month? You could not form your own missionary organization to do that. You can do that with food for the poor, and they're also going to put in a lifetime clean water supply. Now that's $27 a month. For 12 months, 320 for the year. Would the Lord say yes? Yes, please. Please give. Stand with Bill Bunkley. Stand with uh, WTBN. Stand with Food for the Poor. Please. So if you'd like to give, and you can give any amount. You can give 10, 20, 30 to feed a child for a month, uh, two meals a day, and water for a lifetime. That's $80. Choose your investment of the Lord's resources. Call right now, 855-353-4673. That's 855-353-4673. Or you can dial pound 250 on your smartphone. 
keyword is food uh, when prompted, or go to letstalkfaith.com, click on the food for the four food for the poor banner. We'd love for you to, to take a, a part in that. Now, I want to let you know that we're in a height of registration season for our public schools, our Christian, uh, excuse me, our private schools and our Christian uh, private schools. I want to remind you that uh, we still have an opportunity for you to pray about and to make a change for the fall season, uh, to put your son or daughter, grandson or granddaughter, niece or nephew, whichever that you would like to support into a private Christian education. And to do that, uh, if you would allow us to introduce you to uh, uh, some of the schools in your area uh, through ChristianTuitions.com, <clears throat> we'll set you up with an appointment, and you can go talk to the administrator on the phone, take a tour of the campus, and as you pray through it, if that's a good fit, guess what? Half price off the first year's tuition. That's right, half price off the first year's tuition. Uh, say the tuition is six, seven thousand dollars, six thousand dollars. Half of that is three thousand dollars, as they say. That's real money. And we also on the website will show you some of the fine schools that are available. So go right now to ChristianTuitions.com. That's ChristianTuitions.com, and take a look. And uh, we want to help you make that change and to save you some money. Last but not least, before we take a quick break to catch up, the Pastors Masters Golf Tournament is uh, coming up right around the corner on Thursday, April 11. Shotgun start at 8.30 a.m. at the West Chase Golf Club. Pastors, are you signed up? If you're not a pastor, please, i got a homework assignment for you. Will you please follow up with your pastor this weekend or when you see him, or if you're close enough to give him a call, remind him that the absolutely free 2019 edition, the Pastors Masters Golf Tournament, is right around the corner. Absolutely free for our pastors. We want to give them a day of fun, food, fellowship, and refreshment. Going to start off the day before the shotgun start with Chick-fil-A chicken biscuits for breakfast and then Mission Barbecue for lunch. And I want to tell you what, our pastors who come get sold out every year. They just rave about the food. Now, it is free and exclusive for Tampa Bay area pastors. Now, space is limited, as you can imagine. So register now. Register early to assure pastor that you have a spot. And by the way, you can also register your foursome. Go right now to letstalkfaith.com, letstalkfaith.com. Click on the banner for the Pastors Masters. Let's get you signed up and get you ready for that shotgun start, 8.30 a.m. West Chase Golf Club on Thursday, April 11th. All right, let's go and take a quick timeout. Uh, we'll check in with uh, some of our wonderful supporters, get back on schedule. When I come back, President Trump standing with Israel again. Don't want to miss this story. It's bigly. I'm Bill Bunkley. 877-943-9673. Be right back. This is the latest from SRN News. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. Facebook acknowledges that it stored millions of user passwords for years in a readable format that its employees could access. The social media company disclosed that it did not encrypt the passwords after a security researcher posted about the issue online. Facebook says there is no evidence its employees abused access to the data. The company says the passwords were stored on internal company servers and no outsiders could access them. Israel's prime minister has praised President Trump's recognition of its control over the Golan Heights as a holiday miracle. Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu said Trump's declaration of is of equal historical importance 
to its recognition of Jerusalem as Israel's capital and his withdrawal from the international nuclear deal with Iran. Good day on Wall Street as the Dow was up by 216 points. The Nasdaq rose 109. More details at srnews.com. Come on, kids. We're late. Honey, the car won't start. Mom, the dog just sat on my science project. Life can be stressful, but getting life insurance shouldn't be. That's why there's Ethos. Ethos is a modern kind of life insurance that's super fast, incredibly affordable, and very uncomplicated. At GetEthos.com, there are no medical exams for policies covering under a million dollars, no hours of paperwork or meetings with pushy representatives. It only takes 10 minutes to apply, and you can rest assured knowing you've taken steps to protect your family. And in most cases, with Ethos, you can have that peace of mind for less than a cup of coffee a day, with no hidden fees. Having life insurance can free you from stress. Getting life insurance shouldn't cause it. Discover how uncomplicated life insurance can be at Ethos. Get your free instant quote and submit your complete application in minutes. Just go to GetEthos.com. That's E-T-H-O-S. GetEthos.com. GetEthos.com. The Upper Pinellas County Ministerial Alliance, along with area churches and community organizations, presents Look Up Clearwater, Saturday, April 6th. Look Up Clearwater, a faith-based music festival at Coachman Park in Clearwater, brings together congregations from all across Tampa Bay for fellowship, worship, and music. Look Up Clearwater is free and open to everyone. Look Up Clearwater, Saturday, April 6th. Learn more at lookupclearwater.com. Thank you for making my dream a reality and publishing my very first book. Karen Notner is author of Is Jesus Your Pearl? You encouraged me, you laughed with me, and you held my hand through the entire process. Karen's publisher is Zulon Press. Do you dream about publishing? Make the dream real with America's fastest-growing Christian book publisher. Your free publishing guide is waiting at christianpublishing.com. Thank you so much to all the wonderful professionals at Zulon Press. Visit Zulon Press at christianpublishing.com. Travel Cats has put together an incredible Mediterranean adventure just for you. Explore the same streets in Greece and Turkey the Apostle Paul walked as he spread the gospel of Jesus Christ. Or sail the Mediterranean surrounding the Greek islands in Turkey. These are the most sought-after journeys in the eastern Mediterranean. Book with Travel Cats at 352-277-7300 or go to TravelCats.com. That's 352-277-7300 or book today at TravelCats.com. That's cats with a K. TravelCats.com. Join us Sunday morning at 1030 for Faith Point Radio with Dr. Brent Stansel, pastor of Community Bible Baptist Church. One name or two names could never fully describe him. And at different seasons in your life and at different places in your life, God reveals himself to you in different ways in your life. Don't miss Faith Point Radio Sunday morning at 1030 on Faith Talk, AM 570, 910 and FM 102.1. When is the best time to talk to your family about staying in touch during a disaster? When floodwaters reach your door? When wildfires are engulfing the edge of your neighborhood? Or an earthquake is destroying buildings? Or is the best time, perhaps, today? During a disaster, you may not be able to stay in touch with your family or friends as easily as you think. Go to ready.gov communicate and make your emergency plan today. Don't wait. Communicate. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. And I will lift my voice to worship you, my King. And 
Hey, we're back talking about faithfulness. Our next story, which uh, thank you, SRN News. If you were listening to the break, you probably know already what's happening with the decision by President Trump. But I want to tell you that um, the story I'm going to uh, share with you next, I could not be in more of an agreement with having been to Israel on several occasions and talked about, lectured about while while there, how important control of the Golan Heights is for Israel, uh, especially now that with Iran's push from uh, their landlocked nation to the Mediterranean Sea. Uh, very important, uh, the Golan Heights. Now, President Bush, by the way, appreciate um, CBN News, Emily Jones writing about this. But, yes, President Donald Trump announced today that the United States officially recognizes Israel's sovereignty over the Golan Heights. CBN News reports a move that defies international law and signals a a significant change in U.S. policy towards Israel. Now, the Golan Heights is in the northern um, eastern part of the country. If I take you up on the Golan Heights, just a little bit east of the Sea of Galilee, not only can you see how important it is to have the northern half of Israel protected by this mountain range, but you also, when you're on top of the Golan Heights, you look down, you're looking right down the Sea of Galilee. It looks like a, a big pond. You can see the beginning of the Jordan River to your left. You look off into Syria to your right, and you hit a little bit to uh, northeast. You're looking into Lebanon, and on a clear day, you can see the sun reflecting off the Mediterranean Sea due east. Clearly, the fact that the IDF, which is the Israeli Defense Forces, are in control of the high ground in the Golan Heights is very important. Now, keep in mind, it was acquired because of the the wipeout that happened to the opponents of Israel in the 67 war. And, of course, the international community wants it to be given back. That's not going to happen. The the anti-Israel crowd, that is, believe me, that's not going to happen. So this announcement is very important. Trump tweeted, quote, after 52 years, it is time for the United States to fully recognize Israel's sovereignty over the Golan Heights, which is of critical strategic and security importance to the state of Israel and regional stability. For his part, Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu of Israel applauded the move, as expected, saying, quote, At a time when Iran seeks to use Syria as a platform to destroy Israel, President Trump boldly recognizes Israeli sovereignty to the heights. Thank you, President Trump. Now, the Heights is a key territory near Israel's border with Syria. Israel captured this key region, as I said, during the Six-Day War, annexed it in 1981. But until Trump made his announcement today, the U.S. and the international community have considered the Golan to be occupied Syrian territory. 
Last week, in its Human Rights Report, the State Department erased the phrase Israel occupied from the Golan Heights section, instead calling it Israel controlled. In the same week, Israel Defense Forces exposed an Iranian-backed terror outpost on the Syrian Golan. Very, very important detail. Anybody that cares about regional stability should be concerned about the fact that Hezbollah is trying to build a terror network on our doorstep. That, according to IDF spokesman Jonathan Karikas, he went on to say, we will continue to use all means, overt and covert, to block Iran's efforts to use Syria, Lebanon, and Gaza as forward bases for attacking Israel. Earlier this month, South Carolina Republican Senator Lindsey Graham was in Israel, got to go up on the Golan Heights, and uh, he just saw what I described to you. And after seeing that, he pledged to push for the U.S. to recognize Israel's sovereignty over the area. He said, quote, The Golan is not disputed. It is in the hands of Israel and will always remain in the hands of Israel. And uh, I can tell you that is uh, an important statement. Uh, it's also a, uh, a very true statement. And i got to tell you that it is amazing to see how effective and efficient Israel's security of its tiny nation, what, the size of, size of Rhode Island, the tiny nation that Arabs, Arab nations have pledged to drive into the Mediterranean Sea. It is pretty amazing because their military prowess to defend themselves rivals what they've done in agriculture, what they've done in irrigation of a arid desert land, what they've done in the area of technology development. I mean to tell you that that the Israelis are so efficient in everything they do, it really is amazing. And and I can tell you I've been on both sides. I've been on the Syrian side, I've been in Hezbollah controlled Syria with Heart for Lebanon. And in fact, uh one of the places that uh we did our um, focus tour on was literally just a mile or two away from the kibbutz that we go to on my Israeli tours uh, on the Israel side of the Lebanese border. And that was uh, pretty fascinating indeed. But um, uh, the Golan in two different areas, if, when, when, you know, if we were taking a tour this year, but we can't because of my health challenges, but we... This year, or or when we had to cancel last year because of my cancer, we had uh, decided that we were going to do two distinct um, trips up to Golan. One was a trip that we did the year before where we took uh, our group to the northern post, the northernmost point of Israel on the Golan, where you literally are looking into Syria. You see the Syria towns where um, the battle has been going on with the rebels and some of the ISIS folks, you look uh, way off into the future, you can see the beginnings of uh, where Damascus is, uh, Syria. 
And then we would come down from there. Uh, that's the day that we would visit northern Lebanon, go to the kibbutz, come on down uh, into the valley, and then back up on the Golan to the northern post, the northernmost uh, borders of Israel. Then we will, on another day, uh, virtually go straight up the Golan, right around the Sea of Galilee area, to to get that view on why the president made the decision that he made, and why Israel would be so vulnerable and Without question, if I could take every one of you up on the border and look at that and say, hey, Israel needs to control the high ground uh, between its nation and those that want to push them, push them in the sea, and you would agree that that is a, a very, very uh, true um, and, and accurate statement. So anyway, I applaud the president for making the move that uh, he made. It's uh, it's a bold move. It's an important move, and it's one that I think uh, is uh, overdue in terms of um, what's going to be happening uh, as far as protecting Israel in the future. Got an announcement. Uh, some of you probably go to Lifeway Christian Store on a regular basis. I have news today letting you know that Lifeway Christian Resources announced late yesterday it's going to be closing all 170 retail stores. It was surprising because just the other day, um, we know that the Brandon store had closed sometime back. And I made a comment that the Lifeway store always has a good amount of business there at Citrus Park. And I wouldn't see that closing at all with some of the main churches in the area. Well, it isn't a Citrus Park problem. What's happening is, Lifeway is closing all the retail stores by the end of the year. And it's going to be, well, maybe I shouldn't compare it this way, but I'll go ahead. It's going to be the Amazon of uh, Christian products. They are going to still be in business, but it's going to be a 100% online resource without the brick and mortar. Really shows you what's happening with the signs of the times. And so what's going to happen is uh, if you have ever priced things at any Christian store and then price checked it at Amazon, you know that Amazon, you know, because of their operation, it's uh, usually can be had for a for a more competitive price. So probably what's happening is, is by the time Lifeway closes all of its stores and doesn't have that brick and mortar uh, expense, then it's going to have an opportunity to be an online retailer drop a lot of those costs because they don't have brick-and-mortar costs with the buildings, and uh, we'll see how competitive it's going to be. But uh, anyway, um, that's going to be happening. If you want to know more about, um, if you want to contact them, Lifeway Customer Service is 800-458-2772, 800-458-2772. And so... Um, in January, they were going to. They announced they were reducing stores, and now three months later, they're all going to be gone. Well, tomorrow on the Bill Bunkley Show, we'll have Glenn Stanton with us with Focus on the Family, and uh, we're going to have uh, an important conversation. And Ben Kaiser with Movie Guide is going to be with us uh, both in the second hour, and those are our Friday highlights, the Bill Bunkley Show. want to invite you to uh, tune in, and uh, we'll be keeping an eye on the, the headlines for the 4 o'clock hour and keep you very, very, very much informed. Well, as always, I want to remind you that our podcast will be up in a few moments. You do that at letstalkfaith.com. Click on the podcast. You can take it with you, download it, listen to it, and appreciate that. 
And uh, also just remind you that we need your help with food for the poor. $27 a month for 12 months. Going to feed a family of four for a year. Water for a lifetime. That number is 855-353-4673. Dial pound 250. Hit send. When you're prompted, the keyword is food. Or go to lessoffaith.com. Click on the food for the poor banner. Been my pleasure. Honor to serve you today. Look forward to tomorrow at 4 o'clock. Hope you're here. I'm Bill Bunkley. God bless and good night. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.